Welcome to the Mouse Moms podcast, a Disney planning podcast where we enjoy quick conversations and cocktails with the Disney twists. We're your hosts, Jennifer. Hello. Lori. Hi. And Juliana, that's me. So today, as you all know, we like to talk about just a couple of things. We like to talk about Disney and we like to talk about restaurants. So today, once again, we're going to talk about a Disney restaurant. We were able to score one of the hardest reservations to get in all of Walt Disney World and bring you a review of Space 220. We tried it, all of us, and we can't wait to tell you what we think. But first, the Mouska cocktail. So we actually did not order any of the specialty drinks here. They were all just a little bit too sweet for our tastes. And you know how some of us feel about our sweet drinks. <laughs> um, but we're going to use this Mouska cocktail segment to remind you all that all of these restaurants that we talk about on Walt Disney World property have full bars and they're able to make anything for you. And man, did they ever at this time, Juliana and I actually had probably the best dirty martinis ever here. We both ordered them um, and, and they did not disappoint. They were delicious. So let's dedicate this week's cocktail to our listener, Chelsea, who listens to us on her drive home from the night shift at the hospital. Cheers to Chelsea. Drive safely. And don't drink your dirty martini until you get home. But uh, dirty martini, as you know, this one was a vodka martini. It had vodka, vermouth, olive juice from or brine from the jar and um, olives to garnish. It was just really the perfect thing to get at this restaurant. So a good reminder that if nothing tickles your fancy that's on the regular menu, order whatever you like. It's true. It's true. And even such a simple drink, it really depends on the bartender. So shout out to the bartender at Space 220 on the night that we went because it really was a fantastic. It was perfectly made. Perfect. Just the right amount of vermouth, just the right amount of brine. It was lovely. I loved it. So there you go. And now a word from our sponsors. Mouse Moms are avid travel enthusiasts and our podcast is sponsored by Kingdom and Cruise Travel. If you are interested in booking a vacation to Disney or any other worldwide destination, be sure to check out the website, kingdomandcruise.com, and their Facebook page, Kingdom and Cruise Travel. All right, so let's dive into Space 220, um, and we will go through the things we ordered, the atmosphere, everything. So let's start by first that we were actually able, one thing I do want to know, we were actually, we got a reservation, but we made it for three, um, which was awesome. Um, but we were able to adjust some things in that reservation time. So Space 220 was very accommodating with that. Um, but when you enter in, you, it is like, it's almost like a performance, I guess, before, or like it, it's there's a pre-show. It's yeah. dinner theater. Yeah. yeah oh, yes, it's, it's a pre-show. That's a great way to describe it. Yeah. yeah. It's like a pre-show. So when you get in, you check in and then they hand you a ticket. Um, and your ticket is your boarding pass. Um, and then you wait in a fun little lobby and then you get into it. What did they call it? It's like your shuttle. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Something like that. To Space 220. Um, and it's a really cool, it's kind of like an elevator, um, but it's a really cool walk It's a rocket. It takes you 220 rocket. miles into space, Lori. No you elevator can do that. Is the elevators from Willy Wonka. Yeah. Right? <laughs> the glass elevators. <laughs> the glass elevators that rocket you up. It's pretty cool. There's a lot to look at. It's really neat. It's fun. It's um, it's cool. Yeah, but if you look down, you see Earth falling away from you, and if you look up, you see yourself like as you're headed into space toward the um, the docking station where yes. the rest of vegetables in space and how they're growing them. And then you go ahead and hand your which is like living with the land. It is like living with the land. (laughs) The pre-show, and then living land with the land show, and then and then the main event. So then they bring you into the restaurant. The restaurant itself um, is really cool. No matter if you're eating in the lounge or the restaurant, it's the same room. Um, And they're all kind of looking. It reminds me of exactly like a dinner show. Like you're all looking out onto space so it's a wall of windows that you're looking out onto space it's like any revolving restaurant you've ever been to on a rooftop that's what it feels like it's like a big circle so all the the although it's not a full circle this one but but so all it doesn't really revolve it doesn't no but it's just the look of like the rounded restaurant with the scenes around you and everything's happening in space but the 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 regular restaurant tables are down against the windows and like on that level. And then there's a step up, almost like if you've been to Coral Reef, almost like there's a step up before you get to the, the tanks. But in this restaurant, that step up is the lounge area. Yeah. It's a smaller restaurant than I expected. It is a smaller restaurant, which I guess they didn't have a ton of room. So it was put right next. We didn't mention where it is. It's right next to Mission Space. Literally right. Like you see people going into Mission Space Ride and it is right there. Lori, we did mention it. We said it was 220 miles up in space. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. Where what When you enter to get <laughs> your shuttle to get up into space. And I promise you there, I swear there's going to be a question if you're really going to space somewhere on the internet. Um, <laughs> Not really we're space. not really going if to it space. was they'd have a lot more room to build a bigger restaurant right but yeah but that's such a good point as to probably why it's so hard to get a reservation because not only is it brand new which means it's always harder to get a reservation to a restaurant that's brand new but it's also it's super small i was surprised about that that's true yes it is. but it is the whole thing is dinner theater because not only do you have the pre-show and then you walk through the cool things to get to your table but then while you're sitting there you're looking out you know like we said coral reef but instead of looking at the aquarium you're looking out into space and as you're looking out into space they're they're like showing you different stuff like you see astronauts floating by and space debris and satellites and it's really cute it's fun. I will say I do think a cute feature they put in is they do have the mission uh, spaceship from Mission Space yes. that floats by and the servers will tell you that that is the mission space because they're going up. Um, so I thought that was a cool tie-in considering they're right next to each other. Um, so that part was really cool. But yeah, main dining room area, tables, normal, booths, and the lounge is really right next to it. Um, it's a great atmosphere in the whole restaurant too. Like everyone's just sort of in awe and I don't know, it was a very fun vibe for us after dirty martini. Like we had a great time. It's just really fun. The atmosphere is great. I love it. Um, 
And honestly, if I may, the food stacked up. Like, I I liked it more than I thought I would. See? It's I pretty it pricey. Great. So we've been having this argument because I have been here with my kids. And these two refused before this to go to Space 220. Uh, um, I couldn't get a reservation. I did not refuse. You didn't want to pay for your children. I didn't want to pay with my children. I no. didn't want to pay for my children. And to, for the record, I wouldn't. I would. And she had a reservation and canceled it. Besides, I could never get a reservation with my children or without my children. Yes. But, so. but let's talk about that. Did we mention that this was a last minute reservation? We did not get advanced reservations at 60 days. And we just kept pounding that app the day before. And was it the day before or the day of? The day before. The day and before. we were able to score a reservation for three people at eight o'clock. Um, the next day. So yeah. it's always worth a try. But anyway, I it digress. Is. All right. I have so one more thing. Can I say one more thing about the atmosphere that no. I thought was super cute? Okay, no. never mind. Yes. What was, what was it? So if you listen really closely, like you really need to listen for it, but they're saying things over the loudspeaker really, really quietly. And then you can especially hear it in the bathrooms. Like they're talking about like flight times and where we are and instructions about driving this spacecraft. And then there's even a sign in the bathroom about in the unlikely event of an artificial gravity malfunction, fluid vacuum containment systems will engage. Like it's just, it's, kind of funny it's very the theming is amazing i, I loved saying, it it's a full themed restaurant it is compared to cinderella's royal table where you are going to the restaurant for the theming you're going because you're sitting inside cinderella's castle you're going because you're up in space but unlike uh, cinderella's castle i think the food here was spectacular so much better um, out of this world it. even out oh, of this oh look at you <laughs> look at you so all right. So, all right. so speaking of, we saw we've talked about the price. So dinner price is it the people the reason people are getting a little upset is because it is price fixed. So it is $79 per person for dinner, and that is appetizer, entree, and dessert. The lunch is a little bit less because they drop off the dessert portion. Um, children are a little bit less, but not by much. Um, and, and this is different than some other fixed price meals at Disney because they specify you get an, an appetizer and entree and a dessert and you cannot order a second of anything. You know, like Topolino's Terrace is a fixed price breakfast and they don't say specifically one of X, Y, Z. And as you know, I have and I don't know if maybe some servers don't honor it. I've heard some buzz on the Internet, but you can order Waffles and lox and bagel if you want to, yeah. or and it, there's no limit, it seems, to the plates they'll bring out for you. But at Space 220, you get one, it's a choose one from this category, this category, and this category, and that's, it's it. Yes. But the portions were a really good size. Yeah, there's really plenty to choose size. from. Yeah. yeah. They are really, really big size. Um, so we, what did we order? So for appetizers, um, we were able to order a few. We were able to order the Big Bang Burrata and the Starry Calamari and the Blue Moon Cauliflower and then the Neptune Tartare. Um, so that was my favorite part of the meal. It always is, though, yeah. right? Appetizers. Appetizers. Yeah. Yeah. 
They're always, every, I think every single one of them was good, right? I think we. Yeah, the only thing I'll mention is I had the Starry Calamari last time I was there and I absolutely loved it. And last time there was so much calamari on this plate that we kind of, he's like, oh, how was it? I was like, this is amazing. But I have to say there is so much calamari on this plate. So now when we ordered it this time, there was less calamari and now they do um, peppers that they put in the deep fry. We didn't have that last time. Um, yeah, it's like filler. It. Yeah, yeah, it was a filler because they didn't have as much calamari in there. I will say it's still a huge portion, so it's fine. I um, love those fried peppers. Like they're, okay. I, I, do, I enjoy it. So they for were, me, I was they like, were good. They were delicious. It just, it, I was able to see the difference between what they were doing and now um, with that, that I've never had the burrata, the cauliflower. That was awesome. Um, the tartar, I had it before and I don't remember the yuzu being on there. And <laughs> I saw my feelings on yuzu. Yeah. So this is yellowfin tuna, tuna, yuzu ginger miso, soy, avocado, radish, mango, coolie, microgreens, and sesame crackers. Okay. I thought it was delicious. You liked it. Cause I remember teasing you about the yuzu and I you were like, it off. she scraped it off. Oh, she she ate around it. I sure did. So I don't remember that, but I, I do remember that I found this, this to be pretty bland. Oh, I thought it was good. It was. I thought brilliant. it was good, but I thought the other things were so good that maybe it was that's kind why of the other things we like. I was eating peppers, and we got you know hot sauce on the cauliflower and the yeah. the burrata. By the way, was the one thing I did not even want. I'm not a fan of burrata, yeah. and it was it actually was so my good. favorite of yeah. all of the appetizers. So good, so good. That was with grilled artichoke hearts, arugula, sunflower seed romesco, and then of course burrata. Really, oh. really good. It was delicious. But yeah, they need to. I'm just going off on a yuzu tangent here. Stop putting yuzu on things. Yeah, I don't know what's Stop up. It. 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 I don't. I don't. It's like it. the new like avocado well, toast, or I don't know. Disney I don't know is what doing it all over the place. My favorite store, the Ganachery, came out with a freaking yuzu chocolate. Stop it. <laughs> just stop. <laughs> Well, I know Bob's are listening. listening. Take Bob's. the yuzu out of everything, please. So does the ganache have funky flavor chocolates like that a lot? Like, or is that mm. one of the? They it's so it. What was it? Green Sorry, matcha it's a tangent, and folks. yuzu. Because I got really excited about the green matcha, and I promised the cast member that I will not repeat what she told me. Um, but stop putting yuzu in. Just stop. It yeah. needs to. It needs to stop. The rest of the ganache flavors, yeah, they have like a chili one. They have they have some different flavored ones. Um, not normal, but the yuzu needs to stop right now. I might have to stop in there next time. Cause I miss, I miss chocolate. Good chocolate. It's good. Well, so the Bobs need to listen and stop putting yuzu in things. And also Bobs don't listen to Lori, bring back more of the calamari and less of the, um, <laughs> the Italian cherry peppers to that starry calamari, but we didn't talk about the cauliflower. And that also was like, that was really good. One of my it was favorites. Very good. That was a um, tempura fried cauliflower with house-made hot sauce and blue cheese dust, which I don't recall. It was just like sprinkled we on eating, top and little yeah. tiny pieces. It was almost like dehydrated blue cheese dust. Again, with the dehydrated, yeah, like the dehydrated jelly. So... Yeah, it was good. It was it wasn't overpowering the blue cheese. It was good. It was no and the hot sauce for people that are not crazy with spice. It was Disney hot sauce, so it was perfectly fine. It was good. There is such I love a it. 
Yeah. So appetizer really good. Then we did entrees. So we had the red snapper. Did everyone have the red snapper? Me and Juliana did. Oh, that's right. I had the salmon and then we also had a short rib. Yes. So my salmon was delicious, like delicious. The short rib was delicious. So here's an interesting story, right, Jen? So Jen and I ordered the same thing and it came out and I was like, this is so good. And Jen was like, are you sure? <laughs> and I was like, why? And she said, mine is really dry. And I was like, mine is as perfectly cooked and moist as can be. So she sent it back as she should I have and, and got another $79, yo. <laughs> and you and got another one because you you had mine right there that was done well. You knew well, it I tasted yours hit. because when right. you said yours was so good, I was like, really? So I yeah. tasted yours and it was like they were cooked. It, mine was cooked an hour ago and yours was fresh. <laughs> right. So so you knew that there was potential for this dish. So you sent it back. But my point is you don't need to know that. If it's not to your liking, if it's dry, I mean, you can't just be like, oh, I don't like it. I mean, I suppose you could. Honestly, you could. Well, when you're paying that dry, much, I feel like you, you could you have a little bit of liberty, but definitely, you know, the two of us ordering the same thing and hers was so good and mine was so not that said something right there, but my replacement one, cause I ordered the same exact thing. I wanted it, yeah. but the flavor was good. The fish was just totally dried out. Um, and when they brought it back, it was delicious. It was delicious. So it was, it was Sam snapper, excuse me, with a fennel, like a reduced fennel and potato stew. It wasn't particularly pretty to look at. It was like monochrome, like you know, but it also wasn't like a heavy, like it was so good. It was really good. It was yeah. good. And the salmon I had actually came out in one of those glass dishes because oh, yeah. it had a smoked element. It so was they were beautiful. The glass and the smoke came out. It was delicious. Um, I think that goes along with the atmosphere though, yeah. like everything. And, and I have mixed feelings about it. None of us ordering one of the specialty drinks because of this, because, you know, just like the atmosphere just puts you into this whole themed, right. like you're in space. The food was delicious, but it was also the way they served everything, except maybe the snapper was pretty cool. And like theatrical and and the drinks are very theatrical yeah so I had the cotton candy martini which is the big drink that they've had there um and that's where the martini glass comes out there's a huge thing of cotton candy in there with the liquor at the bottom and then they pour the drink over on top and the cotton candy melts if you but see, like, like, just I know the cotton candy I'm like Ugh. but I'm sure it's beautiful so Lori's salmon was like like she said it had it came out under a glass cloche and it was smoked and then they yeah. lifted up in front of you like I've had drinks like that where they smoke the glass and they do yeah. that um, so it was absolutely beautiful and a show, but like, I'm telling you where I said, like the red snapper dish was not very pretty to look at Lori's salmon made up for it in both, yeah. like what it looked like. And it was, it was delicious. I had a taste. I loved how the smoke hit the fish from yeah. the, from it's being covered in that. It was just really, really good and, and really, really pretty to look at. There were colors on the plate and everything. It was lovely. I loved it. Yeah, it was a really, really good dish. Um, the short ribs were good, too. I think that it's it's hard for us when we go in, like, April, May, June, July, because it's just so hot there. And so I just can't eat like this. The short rib my husband had when we went, and the short rib had cheddar grits and bacon, and I had part of it. The short rib is amazing. 
in terms of getting short rib, if that's what you're craving anywhere on Disney property, it is absolutely amazing. It's a good one. Yeah. Um, really, really good. Again, their grits are fantastic. There mm -hmm. is enough cheese in there, but not too much where you're just like, all I'm eating is cheddar at this point. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, the bacon is the huge bacon. I mean, it is just, it's a really good meal. But like you said, it's heavy. If you're in the mood for it, definitely get it. It's one of their kind of, it's one of their most popular items is the short rib. Um, so it's, it's a delicious entree. Um, but yes, it's heavy. Let's talk desserts because yeah. those were super pretty and I am not a dessert person. I would much no. rather just get a million appetizers and an entree and skip dessert. But there were so five I, options, right? And yeah. we picked four of them. We did. Yeah. We picked four and I went a little crazy on the server. The last time they had a sticky toffee cake pudding that was at Steakhouse 220 and apparently... They are switching them out seasonally. She means Space 220. What did I say? Steakhouse 220. And <laughs> now I'm saying Space House. Space, Space House. <laughs> That'd be a great name for a I like it. It's my I kind think. of place. I just start a new one. It's fine. Um, but no, they are changing out the desserts seasonally. So oh, that's the right. sticky toppy is gone until the winter again and you they can only grow sticky toffee in the winter <laughs> in space apparently in space that's house and that's where the conversation went i go i didn't realize there were seasons in space because right. I now angry. i remember now i remember because <laughs> i was angry oh my goodness. um because they replaced it so now they have this coconut panna cotta that we got and the shortcake and i'm i'm a little angry because yeah, so... i want the other one back did you guys like the coconut panna cotta I think that's the only one we did not like. It was um, bad. I liked it, but Juliana started making references to what it looked like, and then I stopped eating it. It just was texturally not appealing to me. A panna cotta just shouldn't set like that. It was like gelatin. You sound so much smarter when you say those things on the podcast rather than <laughs> we're in the moment eating, and you're like, or we have a mouthful of it, and you're like, this is like X, Y, Z, and we're like, ugh. It was not, it was just too gelatinous. That's all I'm going to say. And, and but the, but the carrot cake. Oh my gosh. On so the other hand. The carrot yes. cake made up for the failure of the other three desserts. And can we just say. We this talked about the chocolate. So leave that one out of your mouth. The carrot yeah, cake was good. The carrot cake was vegan. Yeah. It was amazing what we did not have high expectations no offense to our vegan listeners but how do you do a cream cheese frosting vegan but it was outstanding it was so good and it had toasted pumpkin seeds on top and they gave it like this sweet nutty crunch it was good it, it might be not... the best carrot cake i've ever had and i yeah. love carrot cake. i'm with you it was not something like i said i was not so excited about the desserts and we've, we've already discussed the panna cotta, but the carrot cake and ch the chocolate cheesecake was. Yeah. So the shortcake, meh, meh, meh. It was all right. It was fine. Um, it was light. It was light. The was chocolate cheesecake, on the other hand, was amazing. It was very rich in chocolate. And obviously it's a cheesecake as well. It so it is cake. Yeah, um, it was a chocolate cheesecake. You pass judgment on desserts when you don't try them. It was too I, sweet. I just couldn't do it. It was just too much for me. It was, and I was a all lot, about the carrot cake. But the it wasn't a huge serving. No, it it was, was just enough. And and they had I love a cake 
that's that rich, but has like it was a crunchy a mousse cake. bottom. It wasn't a cheesecake. It was a mousse cake. It was a cheesecake. Cheesecake. It's a cheesecake. Yeah. Um, the shortcake was a matcha air cake with mascarpone mousse. Maybe that's why you're thinking mousse. Yes. And strawberries. That one was okay. It was light, but I, but the cheese, the chocolate one and that carrot cake, I could have eaten the entire carrot yeah. cake. The chocolate one was delicious. We and all I, agree on the carrot cake. I eat a lot of chocolate and that chocolate cake was delicious. So what do you guys think? Are we giving it three mask of thumbs up or, or what? I yes. think you have to try it at least once and then decide from so there too. if you're willing to pay for it again. The, so the only thing we didn't mention is we ate in the restaurant. The lounge does not have fixed pricing. And if you're able to get a reservation in the lounge or try to walk up and see if they magically find one for you, um, you know, the lounge is not prefixed. You can order and they have different menu items over there. Um, so I've eaten in the restaurant. I want to go to the lounge. Mm -hmm, me too. Um, I think that, I, that's the reservation I want next. I think for me, that's right. I'm glad that I ate at the restaurant. Um, but if I started in the lounge, like if I got a lounge reservation first, I don't know that I would need to go back and eat in the restaurant. But since I've eaten in the restaurant, if I go back, it would probably only be the lounge yeah. to take my family, right? Because I've not yeah. been able to take my family yet. Yes. And I just think the lounge would be fun. Plus, I think we all enjoy more small plates anyways. Um, yeah. And it's a great, it's a great experience. It's a great yeah. atmosphere. It's super fun. All right. So it's definitely worth a try. Um, we do want to do a shout out to Brandon and Will. We didn't talk about this. No, I think we don't have time. We didn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> we want to shout out to them. They may or may not have helped us close down the restaurant and escort us out. Um, and but they were just the most lovely cast members ever. They yeah. they escorted us out of the park essentially without even letting in us the realize. nicest possible way. When like, you they say were escort just... us out of the park, it sounds like in handcuffs. No, we so look, we we ate dinner. <laughs> we were the last people in the restaurant with Jojo Siwa, and then we did you hear? Um, and then. <laughs> we, <laughs> And then, told her story yet. I know she hasn't. We're gonna run out of time. I will not. I will not. <laughs> so anyways, Jojo between me and Jojo. It just so happens that there were there were four celebrities at Space 220 that night. The three of us yes. <laughs> and Jojo Siwa. Mm -hmm. So anyway, as celebrities do, we stayed until all the um uh, the uh riffraff left <laughs> the building and we were enjoying ourselves and we jojo took one way out her vip exit and we took the other main exit <laughs> and brandon and, and will were our vip anyway, handlers by the time that we got out, the park was closed. So they have to make sure that you're that you're leaving the park. But the best part about it was we were chit-chatting with sweet Brandon and Will, the cast members at the bottom of the elevator or whatever you call it. And they're like the talking to someone in their earpiece. And I'm like, oh, my God, he just called security. He said, no, I didn't. But we do have to escort you out. And they did. <laughs> in the nicest possible way. They were way. so nice. And then what they do is they like pass you off to one cast member. But they do it as if they're introducing you to a friend. Like, oh, this is my friend Joe. And he's going to ask you a question that and you're going to answer it and not realize that we're going to walk now and then pass you off to the next cast member who's going to ask True. you a random question. And you're Brandon just going to think, are they all so nice? Yeah, Brandon and Will, we realized it. 
but that's okay. You were just doing your job and we love you for it. And no, we can't we thank wait to you. see with you again. Because they were so incredibly again. sweet. I hope they're they listening were, and following. Yes, yes, they were sweet. They made our trip. But anyway, <laughs> on to our Masca tips. So we gave you a bunch of Masca tips this episode, but I think the big one is if you are looking at that price tag for dinner and that is scaring you and putting you off to the reservation, I still think it's worth it, like Juliana said, to get that reservation in the main dining room, not in the lounge, and try Space 220 for lunch. That has, comes with a little bit of a lower price tag. This one will knock the price down to $55 a person for your appetizer and entree. And although the desserts were delicious, the, the main event of the meal were the appetizers and entrees. So definitely, um, if that's something that you want to do, you won't be missing out on anything. You'll be able to try the great food, see that awesome atmosphere, and get the most bang for your buck. And escape the heat of the day in Epcot too, right? Yes. All right. There you have it. Our complete Space 220 restaurant review. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we do. Let us know what you think. Um, time to make a reservation during your next trip. This is definitely um, out of this world. So you might want to give it a shot. <laughs> in the meantime... We'd love to hear from you, and we welcome you to join our community conversations on Facebook at Mouska Moms Podcast to dive deeper into this and all things Disney and Disney planning. Be sure to follow our show so that you receive notifications when we when new content is released and you will never miss an episode. And again, please consider writing us a review as well. We really, really appreciate it. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. Soon. Why? Because we like you. And